Good morning and welcome to the May 22nd episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show, where we are on a mission to teach, learn, and remember the history of professional wrestling with everyone that wants to join us. My name is Ryan Joy. I am joined by John DeConti. It is Monday on the Daily Wrestling News Show, so we are talking about a Monday Night Raw from many, many years ago in 1995. The May 22nd, 1995 episode of Monday Night Raw. Main event is Shawn Michaels and King Kong Bundy. We're back at the Broom County Memorial Arena in Binghamton, New York, John. Yes, sir. And last last week we were live. This week we're taped. I'm sure we'll be taped for the next several weeks because they, I guess they got a lot of bang for the buck when they visited these cities. But here we are again. We're rolling towards the King of the Ring. We've got another King of the Ring qualifier and uh, we find out Someone has qualified since last we spoke on Raw because all kinds of things are happening on superstars and what yeah. action zone and whatnot. And some something really interesting happened in between these Raws that you would have thought that they would have brought to the flagship show. Oh, you'll we'll have to discuss that as we get to it. You can bring it up. Oh, yeah. the It didn't happen. Okay, so I think I know what you're talking about. We'll, we will get to that in short sure. order here but Vin, we have the cold open vince mcmahon explained that it's been seven weeks since Shawn michaels was taken out by psycho sid and he is returning tonight in the main event to face king kong bundy in a king of the ring qualifying match nothing like losing a title match and then getting your butt kicked to make your way into a king of the ring qualifying match absolutely <laughs> yeah uh, we, we're our first match of the evening is Razor Ramon versus guy you've never heard of, which is a running theme. Yeah. But we find out from Vince and Jerry that Razor has qualified for the King of the Ring, whether it was yeah. on Action Zone or whatever. Since we he didn't la wrestle, he didn't wrestle his way into King of the Ring on Raw last week. But here we are this week. He has not only wrestled his way into the King of the Ring, he became the first ever WWF athlete to become a three-time intercontinental champion. He beat Jeff Jarrett. That's right. He doesn't have the title right now, though, because the next day, he lost the title right back to him. <laughs> May here, here he is to fight Mike Bell on Monday, the 22nd of May, and he's in. The, he's been a champion. He's lost his championship, but he's in the King of the Ring tournament. Yes, he defeated Jacob Blue on Superstars over the weekend to qualify for the King of the Ring. And then in Montreal on May 19th, he defeated Jeff Jarrett to become the first ever three-time Intercontinental Champion. But Jerry King, the, Jerry the King Lawler is quick to point out he's not the only person. He's just the first person because Jeff Jarrett won the title back at Three Rivers, Quebec, on May 21st. So now both Razor and Jeff Jarrett are three-time Intercontinental Champions. You always heard about their schedules being nuts. The fact, like, you thought there was a lot of house shows, there wasn't a lot of storyline involved. Here he's qualified for the King of the Ring, and it's not even against Jarrett. He's qualified for the King of the Ring against one of the yeah. Smash Brothers, but the 18 different names that they've gone by, the, the, one okay. of the Blue Brothers. He's fought Jarrett and won, then fought Jarrett and lost, and hey, we're back here on Monday Night Raw. Like he's had a busy week and he's wrestling Mike Bell. Now the thing about this is Mike Bell gets a little offense in. I think it's only just so that we can see Scott Hall's facials because his facial work in this match was ridiculous. It was, he's like this cocky, arrogant, 
baby face to the point where he hits like a top rope, a middle rope suplex or something onto Mike Bell. And then he, Mike Bell, he stands Mike Bell up and we think he's about to go for the razor's edge, but instead he just torches him over and covers him <laughs> on the boot. He's like, dead. Mike Bell didn't even get his finisher. Then he gets quashed. <laughs> and he didn't even, he didn't bother to get his knee pads dirty covering him either. He just put a foot on his chest. Yes. Just a total kind of look at this guy. Yeah. He's a baby face at this point. That's like a heel, <laughs> a heel move there, but so be it. <laughs> but he's in the king of the ring. But as Ramon is leaving, Bret Hart is walking out and they like hit shoulders or whatever on the way past. Razor turns and looks, and Bret is like already in front of the table with Vince and Jerry. And Brett is having a tantrum. He lost to Jerry Lawler. He can't look himself in the mirror. He let his family down. He let everybody down. He wants to know what it's going to take to get Jerry the King Lawler back in the ring for one more match. Any kind of match Jerry wants. Brett is speech or Jerry Lawler is speechless. He can't even believe that Brett's standing there. <laughs> He's waiting for yeah. Vince to do something about it. <laughs> Get him out of here, Vince. Get him out of here. What the hell's Vince going to do about it? Uh, they have a weird scuffle or whatever, and then the officials carry Brett away. Decent little angle. We don't have a payoff at this point yet. Not sure where this is headed, but presumably to another match at the King of the Ring. So we'll get there very shortly, I'm sure. And then we have in, up next is the Monday Night Raw debut of Hunter Hearst Helmsley, he gets a win over John Crystal in 310. This is Hunter's Raw debut. He did have two other TV matches before this. One was on Superstars and one was on Challenge. And he finishes this match in just over three minutes with a cutter. I yeah, thought that was weird because... I mean, he's already the American Blue Blood, so they have that part of the character fleshed out, but he didn't have the pedigree ending yet? Okay. I, I was surprised. I was really surprised that he didn't have that he didn't use the pedigree. But again, it was his first match on TV. But the cutter, I don't know if he used that when he was what terrorizing or whatever. I don't know. But to think like Randy Orton, who was in his close circle, would adopt that move later and things like that. Yeah, it was weird. <sighs> we get a vi- we get a video package for Bob Backlund. We hear his stance on education and reading, writing, math, and most importantly, summer vacations. (laughs) The youth of America should be very happy that Backlund was not elected president because he wanted them to go to school 12 months per year. (laughs) He wanted it. He he starts out like he's, this is going to be, I'm going to be the man of the people, the blue collar guy. I want everyone to have a job so that they can buy a dictionary. And increase their vocabulary and big word that I don't know how to use, big word that I don't know how to use. And kids should not be able to use spell check on the computer and calculators for their math tests. And you should, the Chinese are helping us in terms of education. Our children should go to school 12 months out of the year. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> you know what, though? I'm entertained by him. <laughs> Let him keep going. Let's, let's... <laughs> Let's see how this goes for him. We get a promo from King Kong Bundy and Ted DiBiase. Bundy is planning to smash HBK like a grape. So we'll see how that works out for him. And then we see Matt Pompasilli. He is getting his house. 
<laughs> yes, our girl Stephanie Weon takes him into his new house where he gets a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. She's like, the kitchen, it's right behind these doors. And clearly the kitchen's not there. I saw the tour before you walk into the kitchen. Yeah. This is the best part. Let me take you to the kitchen. Like, what 12-year-old or 11-year-old cares about the kitchen? Uh, unless his mother's <laughs> serving him a bowl of macaroni and cheese. No, we've it's got a we've bushwhackers got a closet. In the closet. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a closet just off of whatever room they're in. She slides the door and the bushwhackers pop out. And it's a quick little two-second bit. And I'm sure we'll get more of it. It was like there and gone in this particular cutaway. So I was thinking about this. Obviously, Matt is there with his parents. Matt, the 11-year-old owner of this house. Yeah. And we know that Matt sold the house. Right. But do you think that if they had moved in, Matt would get the master bedroom? <laughs> He'd certainly have an argument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would, I, would, I would think so. Next up is the Allied Powers, David Boy Smith and... Lex Luger going up against Bill Payne and our friend Tony DeVito once again. But forget the match. We saw a clip of Davy Boy Smith putting Mabel in the electric chair position on his shoulders. This could have gone very bad. <laughs> <laughs> and and this wasn't I know I'm beating a dead horse here, but this wasn't Piper Niven walking up the buckles to help Bianca Belair give her a KOD. The Davy Boy went down to the ground and got Mabel yeah. up in the air. And I hold, every second of it, I was holding my breath. Because <laughs> at any point in time, I was afraid wow. Davies. Yeah, exactly. I was afraid Davies knees could buckle or God only knows. But we got him up. He dropped him back. It was entertaining. For the Allied Powers. Luger and Davy Boy, they're clearly like getting set up for a title match, right? That's where the plan must be. So sure. we'll have to pay attention to see if they get that title match. Vince, during this match, says they let Jerry Lawler out of Memphis earlier today, which I thought was somewhat of a careless tell on their part because this is supposed to be one day after the pay per view. Surely Jerry didn't go from Syracuse to Memphis to Binghamton. <laughs> you wouldn't think so. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he was. I think the setup for that was that uh, he was hoping that everyone votes for uh, Mr. Backlund so that he could make the border rules a little bit stronger to keep guys like Davy Boy out of this country. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then the segment closes with Vince going, Oh, here comes Brett and Jerry. <laughs> He's just teasing Jerry Lawler. That's the best McMahon line ever, I think, right there. Yeah, and he uses it about four or five times throughout the rest of the show. And it got a chuckle out of me every time, which I don't know if Vince McMahon's ever gotten me to chuckle that many times in one hour worth of programming. That's right. We get a replay of the footage from last week where DiBiase challenged Bam and Diesel. And we just know the tag match is going to be sometime in the future. We don't have a date yet. Next week, we're going to get Jeff Jarrett and The Undertaker in a King of the Ring qualifying match. So this is going to be a star-studded King of the Ring tournament. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Kama Mustafa gets a win over Barry Horowitz. And I have a note. Do you think that the size of the Million Dollar Corporation was a function of WWF not wanting to pay for extra entrance music? Because we <laughs> 
I mean, <laughs> they're getting a lot of mileage out of DiBiase's theme music. <laughs> that is a distinct possibility. Yes. Like it's the submission win on Barry Horowitz with a very lackadaisical looking single leg crab, but he's the ultimate. What is he? The something fighting machine. machine. Supreme. That's it. I always forget that word. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently he can do it all. Now, at this point, we see Barry Horowitz give himself a little pat on the back, but we are still two months away from his push. We'll so, talk for that one, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Todd Petgill explains that we are going to be. Having a Hall of Fame ceremony on June 24th is the banquet, and they'll be announcing this year's inductees in the coming weeks. And Tonino Raka is announced as the first inductee. There you have it. Now, this is the second Hall of Fame class, I believe. And the first one was just Andre, right? Yeah. And what's weird about this is they called it the second annual. So Andre must have been gone in in 94. I guess that makes sense. He died in 93. So 94, he would go in. And then, yeah. So second, the second annual. Yeah. So this and one, it was, this was June. Really star studded, I'm sure. Yeah. I think this is Superfly Snooka and that type, that class, I think. Pat Patterson. I think. We'll know as we get closer. Barry Dodinsky is showing off the HBK all over t-shirt and also the Monday Night Raw shirt. But oh, here comes King Kong Bundy. <laughs> I love when Dodinsky is in the crowd. It's fantastic. Yeah. I just I don't understand why the all over prints are one size fits all, though. I've got an issue with that. I'm almost 30 years too late on that one, though, so no one's going to listen. Yeah, and the phone number has been taken down. Okay, we did get an uh, image of the graphic for, I'm sorry, the bracket. A graphic right. of the bracket for the tournament. Right now, we have in the top section of the bracket, we just know Mabel. In the bottom section of the graphic, we know that Bob Holly's in one match and Razor Ramon's in the other. So presumably, we're going to have Shawn Michaels in the top side of the bracket. That would seem to be the case. Yep. So we don't know anybody's first round matches as of the May 22nd, Monday Night Raw. We are talking about history, so feel free to go check it out. But Shawn Michaels is going to be going up against King Kong Bundy right here, right now. King of the Ring qualifying match goes about eight minutes. And interestingly, now Shawn Michaels was a heel at WrestleMania 11. And then the next night, Sid turns on him, and now he's a face. We hear about something that Charles Barkley did this past weekend, retired, I guess. So yeah. Just to let us know that we are May 22nd. <laughs> I love uh, sticking that stuff in there. And then during the match, we see that Bam Bam and Diesel are watching in the back. And I think they found the smallest TV in the state of New York to watch this broadcast. <laughs> it, I always I always remember the uh, saying that you hear some of the guys say, this was a really great match. So it was a quote unquote sellout at the monitors. Nowadays you see people watching backstage monitors and like, they have to like position themselves properly and look over their shoulder because they're next to 42 inch television. And back then, because these were exactly the monitors that were on the desk in front of McMahon and Lawler. So I'm sure it's not, they're not stretching. This really is probably what the backstage monitor look, setup looked like. They clearly were in like gorilla position just past yeah. the curtain and these two enormous guys are gathered around this little like nine inch square screen it, <laughs> it looks utterly ridiculous that's the technology of the time there you go a super kick and a pin for the win with Shawn michaels going over king kong bundy so Shawn michaels is in the king of the ring 
And then we have Diesel and Bam Bam head out to the ring. And Diesel offers his hand in friendship to Shawn Michaels to see if we can have a handshake. Shawn refuses. He wants the big high five. <laughs> they get, get it. The they hug. Five. And then yeah. they pose. The three of them pose together. Oh, and everybody goes home happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, Sid is in action. Hakushi is in action. Again, we have Double J, Jeff Jarrett versus The Undertaker in a King of the Ring qualifying match. Jerry Lawler has lost his voice, so he cannot comment on the Bret Hart situation. And then we hear The Undertaker say that with Paul Bear, he says he has been the King of Darkness for years now, and he will go through Double J on his way to becoming King of the Ring. So, Pretty ominous way to close out the show. Sure. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this will be the first Undertaker match on monday night raw since at least before wrestlemania 11 so april 3rd april 2nd was wrestlemania 11 here we are march 22nd so the match will be march 29 so almost eight weeks wow yeah granted there's lots of other shows apparently to wrestle on but yeah this is the flagship and we haven't seen the dead man so that is something yeah okay so john i was thinking about this we have been watching all of these pre-taped shows and stuff from from monday night raw one hour okay understanding the presentation of the pre-taped show having watched it for the last eight weeks would you prefer that today's wrestling was pre-taped or you think the live component is yeah i think the live adds something to it especially when you consider the fact that you just absolutely cannot keep a secret now. So if it's taped, oh, we're going to know what's going to happen. So I think we're much better off with the live. Yeah, I think you're right on that. I love how tight these shows are, like produced. There's not a lot of downtime right. and stuff. So I like that aspect of it, but you're right. We would know everything about every show way in advance. Yeah, so. yeah like it, just going by what we've seen in these last two months we've been going over, we would know four weeks ahead of time those storylines it seems that would be the for the for those of us who just can't get enough information gotta have it gotta have it gotta have it that would be good but at the same time it would be a bummer because maybe you wouldn't even bother well, oh yeah i know that i know hbk wins against king kong bunny tonight i'm not even bother tuning in okay that said i think anything else on the on monday night raw from may 22nd john Did no i think we've uh, i think we've turned over every stone on that one all of them can't wait for king of the ring all right, that said, the Daily Wrestling News Show is a Minutes to Bell Time production. Find out more at minutestobelltime.com. Today's episode was recorded by Ryan Joy and John DeConti. Subscribe to the Daily Wrestling News Show on your podcast player of choice and join us in the Daily Wrestling News Show Facebook group. We'll see you tomorrow for a new episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show. See ya.